1: Today, let's pretend that your hosts of the podcast couldn't take it anymore and decided to screw off and not do anything of real meaning, just more fun. If that's not the podcast you're looking for today, I can't tell you what happened on today's podcast. If that is the podcast you're going to love the Friday Glenn Beck podcast that begins now.
0: You're listening to the best of the Glenbeck program.
1: I want to play a piece of audio that came out from uh, Jack yesterday. Uh, you, you know, Jack, the nose ring guy from Twitter. Love him. Love him. He said something kind of interesting. Now, this was uh, released, thank God, by somebody on the inside of Twitter who thought, "I don't know, this sounds kind of scary." Uh, listen to what he said.
2: We do intend to do the full retro, as I said in my note. It is going to take some time. Um, and then the the other thing, just to just to close out a little bit, we, you know, we, we are focused on one account right now, but this is going to be much bigger than just one account, and it's going to go on for much longer than just this day, this week, and the next few weeks, it's going to go on beyond the inauguration. We have to expect that, we have to be ready for that. Mm. So the focus is certainly on this account and um, how it ties to real-world violence, but also we need to think much longer term around how these dynamics play out over time. Um, I don't believe this is going away anytime soon. And the moves that we're making today uh, around uh, QAnon, for mm-hmm. instance, is one such example of a much broader approach um, that we should be looking at um, and, and going deeper on. So um, the team has a lot of work and a lot of focus on this particular issue, but we also need to give them the space and the support to focus on the, the much bigger picture. Amen. Um, because it is it is not going away. Amen. Um, uh uh-huh. you know, that The U.S. is extremely divided. Um, our platform is uh, showing that uh, every single day and our role is to protect the integrity of that conversation <laughs> uh, and do what we can to make sure that no one is being harmed uh, based off that and, and that is the focus and um, that is the, the color we want to provide
1: now here's the thing uh, god bless him uh, you know his his platform is there to make sure that the country doesn't get divided some might say that these social media platforms are the reason we're divided. Um, and I commend him for the QAnon thing. I mean, I, that's wonderful. Uh, and I'm sure when he says we're going to expand, he's going to go to all of the things that are also online that are on the other side of the aisle. Yeah, too, they just right? haven't gotten to the left. Yet, oh, yeah, they to just said that. Okay, busy. well, I, I, trust you know, things I, are I trust him. What's going on? Um, here's somebody Facebook is permanently banned. Uh, I, I I hesitate to even introduce her to you. Um, she's that much of a terrorist. Uh, her name is Leanne Miller. She's the owner of... You want to hear a dog whistle? Patriotic Me. Yeah, the Dogs are barking right now. Uh, Leanne is the owner of the online patriotic business, Patriot Me. She's married, has two college-age kids. Um... She decided to go back to the workplace after her uh, her last child left uh, in 2019 in the fall. So she decided to be an e-commerce business via Patriot Me. Took her a year to get the products and the website ready. She launched on September 11th, 2020. And uh, Facebook has kicked her off. But once you hear why, you're going to understand. Let's go to Leanne Miller. Hi, Leanne.
0: Hi, Glenn. How are you?
1: Well, I'd be good if I wasn't talking to somebody who's probably a domestic terrorist.
0: Um. (laughs) I'm anything but that. But Facebook, I'm not sure what they think about me.
1: Okay, so what happened? First of all, what do you sell? What do you sell?
0: Okay, at PatrioticMe.com, we sell patriotic apparel. We have fantastic T-shirts and sweatshirts and hats that... Mm -hmm. Um in my opinion, are very benign. They have the word America on them, or maybe the American flag Holy. or u s a wow, um, so that's what I sell um and I want but my but tell me about on,
1: the you know confederate flag and all of those shirts that you sell. none
0: of that none, none of, of that none and of that I, huh. none of that, and I chose from the very beginning to be. Um, not political I you know and I think patriotism is for everyone in America and that we all should be patriotic and I launched my company on 9-11 um, because we were um, so together the, the America came together that day mm-hmm. and I thought that was a really appropriate day to launch mm-hmm. the company because that's what I want to do I want to spread and reinvigorate the spirit of American patriotism.
1: Wow okay so I should have led this interview with uh, trigger warning um, because of all of the hate speech here of Love America and everything else. When you're in the digital um, uh, patriotic and, you know, you go, you know, that little room there where you go through the beads, you know, and it's the back room uh-huh, where uh-huh, all the uh-huh. Nazi stuff is uh, is being sold. You know right. that you have that you're selling Nazi okay. stuff <laughs> stop <laughs> with the constant sarcasm <laughs> again, again no yes, I'm just sorry. trying to I, look at I mean the only way I can deal with it today is
3: comedy uh, you
0: trying to expose me but there's nothing to expose me
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish went through I that's think that's what all moms of two say I'm at patrioticme.com right. right now and I went uh, through every single t-shirt that is listed mm, I, I there's not even anything borderline offensive I mean the most Donald offensive Trump. thing you could find no no the most offensive thing you could find in here is like support for the police which i, I don't find offensive oh, right. at all gosh. but that's about right. as hard there far it goes. is
1: ding 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 how play. long did it take us? Right. two
3: minutes to find her racism
0: my daughter my daughter manages my social media for uh-huh. me since 19 year olds are a lot better than that than 50 year olds and she <laughs> put a snapchat a snapchat out of that exact shirt my husband wearing that shirt he was in law enforcement years ago and they made us remove that shirt oh my gosh take that picture down they made us remove
4: that okay so So.
1: now that you can't be on facebook because love your country (laughs) support the cops uh what's happening to your business
0: well so let me just clarify i still have a facebook page what they did to me was um, banned my ability from advertising on Facebook. So for an oh. e-commerce business, I mean, that's the lifeblood of e-commerce is advertising through social media. No, um, and that's a fad. Right yeah, <clears throat> right after that happened, it actually um, coincidentally was the day after the election. I got my first communication from Facebook that said my ad account was being disabled. Um, and the only information in that email stated that I violated the policy of making everyone on Facebook feel safe and welcome so that's that's the only communication I have had from Facebook I appealed it three times uh-huh. and on November the 24th was permanently banned from advertising on Facebook
1: okay but but help me out here I mean Facebook they're so easy to get a hold of you just went con- to Facebook you know the contact us place and got the phone number and talked to a real human being right
0: Uh, No, of course not. I was never able. I have a, a business development partner called Quantify and they tried on my behalf and I tried and we were never able to get in touch with a live human being to ask our questions. Okay, please tell us what's wrong. Please tell us what we can change. What can we do to advertise again? And we're never able to get that answer.
1: Okay. Now, audience, I'm going to let the shoe drop that I've known the whole time. And after you've gotten to like her and say, well, it doesn't seem to like anything wrong. Let me give you the ad that she was pushing. OK, quote, loving your country shouldn't be hidden. Check out our new long uh, line of long sleeve shirts. We have an attractive range of patriotic clothes that show that love off 10 percent off your order for a limited time every time you purchase we donate a portion to the uh tunnel to the tower foundation great foundation great foundation, yeah. great, foundation. Mm-hmm. great foundation and then it's got a picture of a guy wearing a shirt that says usa that's amazing i mean i can't i can't even walk into a ralph lorenz store because it's so jingoistic <laughs> he's got usa on his t-shirt he's got the usa olympic stuff it's so jingoistic every time i walk by ralph lauren i i go i'm like and then my head explodes and somebody has to come out and get all of the, the you know pieces of my head and scrape it off the windows of ralph lauren so I know they banned him. I'm sure from advertising. Um, so you know when you saw that coming. You know
0: what's interesting is I still see other patriotic things on Facebook. Um, you know I'm not I'm not sure why I was targeted specifically. So um, on your personal it's a mystery
1: on your personal mm. Facebook page, and this is a sincere question, or on Twitter or whatever. Have you supported Donald Trump openly on your personal stuff?
0: No, not openly. <laughs> this
3: is great. I, I, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is unbelievable. Do you have a theory here? I mean, because I, you're right. There are other patriotic shirts and other sites that, that do this that are not getting banned. Do you have a theory as to what has happened?
0: You know, I really don't. It's a mystery. It's frustrating, but mm. it's a complete mystery. Um, you know, I've been over it and over it and over it i really don't know okay but, you so know, i've kind of
1: go, go ahead. ahead no no go ahead you've kind of
0: well i've just kind of resigned myself to the fact that i'm i'm not gonna i, I don't want to need facebook anymore good so i'm trying to figure out other ways you. to to promote my business i you know i if i could get into small retail stores across the country yeah. um to sell my product right. i mean you know, I don't want to have to rely on the Internet and social well, media. Well, how would people
1: contact you if they wanted to do that horrible, horrible thing?
0: Well, on my website, there is a phone number and email, and the email is info at patrioticme.com.
1: Please do not mention patrioticme.com. Uh, that is, that's 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 free advertisement, and patrioticme.com mm-hmm. is something that should not be said ...on this program. To clarify,
3: Glenn, you're saying don't say patrioticme.com? It... Stop <laughs> saying patrioticme.com. Okay, okay. Patriotic
0: People... Don't say patrioticme anymore. No, <laughs> don't. Thank
3: you. Thank you.
0: Finally,
1: some reason from the owner of patrioticme.com. My gosh, this has been a bone-chilling interview. Uh, never thought in my uh, 45 years of broadcast that I would be talking to a very nice, seemingly very nice woman... Uh, Somebody, a mom who wanted to go back into the workforce, started her own business, was selling USA shirts and flag shirts and has uh, been banned because uh, she's so offensive. That's, that's, uh, you know, I'm you scary. live long enough. I'm really scary. Yeah, you get to do <laughs> interviews with Charlie Manson. So uh, <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, again, please keep it to yourself at patrioticme.com. Okay?
0: I will not say patrioticme.com again today. I promise. Thank, thank
1: you. <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Finally. And Leanne. Thank you
0: for having me. Will you,
1: yes. Will you let us know? Uh, what uh, if there if there's any updates or if you get great response, uh, you know, uh, from, I don't know, doing shows and saying patrioticme.com, because uh, I would like to uh, I'd like to follow your story. All right.
0: I, I definitely will follow back up with you. And I really appreciate the opportunity to be on and talk about patrioticme.com.
1: Not, Not talk about that. About what? Pete, my. Patrioticme.com,
3: oh, have you already that's, forgotten? That's right, yeah, you this said not to sick. say Patrioticme.com today. Mm-hmm.
1: Leanne I Miller, that. I hope you get the chair.
3: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> of, see, you don't get these interviews on Fox you News You don't. Panel. You don't get it. You don't. You don't, you don't get, get them on CNN. No.
1: You do kind of get them on, on MSNBC. MSN? Uh, uh, yeah, well. they do actually yeah. advocate the chair yeah. for
3: people who have <laughs> flat
1: shirts on MSNBC, <laughs> yeah. but you don't get
3: it. <laughs> another place no you
1: really don't this is the kind of important work that we do on Fridays right here (laughs) she's
3: great though I mean I can't yeah, You're trying to run it's, a business. It's, it's, you're trying to, especially in the economy, the way the world is right now, you're trying to make it. This and, is one of those uh,
1: stories that if it would have happened a year ago, you'd be like, there's something we're missing here. Yeah. There's something yes. wrong. Like, yes. You know what I mean? You know, we would have. We would have, have been like, what's have, really wrong with her? Like, what's yeah. she doing on the side that we right. don't know about? Uh, no, but not anymore. But that's not the
3: way the world is. <laughs> it's not the way it is I anymore. will say, the, the best thing is that uh, she may have spent, she wanted to spend money with Facebook to advertise patrioticme.com. but. Mm-hmm my guess is she got more advertising value uh, about patrioticme.com today oh my patriotic uh my patriotic me.com patriotic, me. com, oh, yeah. patriotic mm-hmm. me. com. see yeah. i don't more I, than
1: more than, i've already than, blocked it i've already <laughs> blocked it because it's so racist and hateful it makes me uncomfortable and please someone stop ralph Lauren. you're listening to the best of the glenn beck program bill o'reilly from bill the author of killing crazy horse he's written so many killing books the state of california if he lived there they'd have him on death row but the good news is they would never execute him because they don't execute anybody on death row uh bill o'reilly how are you sir
5: um, you know' I'm, I'm tearing up on that lead.
1: Yeah, I know um, it's yeah. a, I'm always <laughs> way you. too gracious. Um, but right I mean uh, the fact that I would get clemency <laughs> state,
5: that, that moves me. Yeah so, so right.
1: Bill, <laughs> it has been an absolutely insane week. Um, and and people some people on the right are still saying it's not over. I mean, I, I had this question. Do you really think, come on, be honest, do you really think Biden's going to be the president next week? And I've answered, uh, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know how it changes. Yes. Talk some sense into what's
5: happening. All right. Number one, I don't want to disparage the uh, crew that you hang with, Beck, but mm-hmm. perhaps... You might go on a vacation and maybe uh, not. <laughs> no,
1: I tell you, really money. intelligent yeah. people have asked because and, and I've been I've been surprised uh, and yeah. I think people exactly. all over the country have somebody in their life that is saying it's not over yet. Yeah, it is.
5: I don't hear that up here in New York. I mean, really,
1: I, really? I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm most
5: shocked. People, <laughs> most York. people are, are incommunicado because of covid, you know, so they don't say anything. It's horrible and terrible up here right now. But, you know, look, there are, there's an old adage. People believe what they want to believe. And that led to the absolute destruction of Donald Trump. So listen to me now. Donald Trump from the very beginning wanted to believe that he won the election. And so did many of the 74 million people who voted for him. That's what they wanted to believe. It's like being nine years old and wanting to believe in Santa. Claus. Okay, hang
1: on. Santa is real, um, as we know, okay, as sorry. we all know. Um, well, let but me I just say this. Wait a minute. Hang on, Bill.
5: No, wait, wait, wait. Let me. No, get no, my,
1: my No, salary. it's my show. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna, um, I'm, gonna too, I'm gonna say.
5: You may not get this.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I, want to I want to stop you there because I want to clarify something. Um, yeah. I want to believe the truth. I do but believe but no, paying out. Can you shut the pile for a second? <laughs> I want to believe the truth. Yeah. And I don't think we really know the truth about what happened uh, with the election. I don't think it was a fair election that's how i feel but what i know is there's not enough evidence to actually get in the time that we have to actually prove anything and you can't run a country or a house on how you feel absent from facts so i may i may believe that he won i may believe it's in question but i also have to root myself in reality on the constitutional principles biden is going to be the president and there's nothing i can do about it and the the best thing i can do about it is say On uh, January 21st or January 20th, either before he's elected or right after he's elected, what I've said about George Bush, what I've said about Barack Obama, what I said about Donald Trump and what I will say about Joe Biden. He's all of our president now. And if he fails, we all fail. That doesn't mean I support his policies, but I do support the Constitution. And he's the president, so I wish him well. Now, go ahead. Can I talk now? <laughs> yeah, you can talk. You're allowed, if Anybody wants to hear it.
5: Sister, can I talk now? Yes, Sister go ahead.
1: Billy, I see your hand up. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, all right. Thank you. All right, look. All of that was swell. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, don't, I think Stu nodded out. I liked it. <laughs> but that's not what I'm talking about. So Trump wanted to believe, wanted to believe that he did not lose. I don't think he years.
1: wanted to. I think he, I talked to the man a couple of weeks ago.
5: He yeah, does I'm believe that. a bigger point here. I'm, I'm raising a bigger point.
3: Point. I think he's leading right, to something okay. here, Glenn. Maybe if you right, could go we'll through a couple up sentences a flare before when you get
5: close to it. Stu, can you get a sock and put it in there?
3: <laughs> Absolutely, Bill.
5: All right. So once he signaled, the president signaled to his supporters that he, hundred percent certain, there was a rigged election. Then everything in this country changed. History changed, attitudes changed, everything changed because millions of people got into the program, as they say, and the election was rigged. It became a fact in their mind. a fact that's dangerous.
1: So, uh, so and I just want to make sure, I just want to make sure we, we point out, that 70 percent of Democrats during the Bush administration um, claimed that George Bush knew about and was involved in the 9-11 bombing. Now, those numbers oh. have changed since he's no longer a political enemy, but 70 percent and he's selected, not elected, et cetera, et cetera this, this happens Hillary Clinton she never stopped saying that it, she didn't win she she didn't win because of Russian collusion the the left has done this in every election since 2000 uh anytime they lose true. yes
5: but it doesn't it doesn't alter the arc of history now I all right wait and that's where I'm going here so instead of Saying to the Justice Department, President Trump, saying to William Barr, hey, look, analytics don't add up in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia and Nevada. The analytics do not line up. We need to go in, subpoena some of the voting machines in selected areas that we believe were corrupted and examine them. You can make it happen. Please do. That's how you do it. Was it done? No. I, I think so that. Uh, go ahead. Finish instead this. Instead oh, of a methodical oh, investigation that might have led to a semblance of truth, which happened in the Russian collusion investigation, it took two years, yeah. but it did happen. All right. All we got was Rudy Giuliani and others running around, stoking the crew. I agree saying it was fraud. I'm going to have it next week. We'll, you'll show We'll see it. And we never saw it. And, and on January 6th, the day of the insurrection, Giuliani again said, I'm going to have this in a week. All right, Rudy, it's a week's been passed. Where is it? You don't have it. So that took on a, out of control, Lord of the Flies. How about that reference, everybody? Well, that Lord we were just flies,
1: talking last hour about this is one of the books that, that uh, right. they want to burn now and remove from our mm-hmm. schools. So, of course, you, white supremacist, white privileged guy,
5: of course you'd bring yep, that book up. <laughs> um, it took on this momentum that led to disaster for the country, number one, and for Donald Trump, secondly, so if it had been done with discipline, yes, because I, I agree with you back one of the few times <laughs> I think there was significant I'm using that word yeah, corruption in that election, yes, but it has to be uncovered yes so what Trump should have done was set it up so it could be. All right.
1: Well, they were and caught. They, they were. They the were. Quite honestly, they were. They were caught uh, unaware. I mean, when I talked to the president last I, I week, he said, about that "Yeah, well, Some let me just tell you."
5: Last year, no. It, remember all the questions to Trump. I know. Are you going to accept
1: the? Uh, I know. I know. I know. You going
5: to accept. You know, and he goes, "Well, we'll see if it's honest." He said that a year ago. They knew, but they what they didn't anticipate was that the opposition, the corruptors, the criminals, used COVID to do their dirty deeds. So let me
1: ask you this. Um, Yeah. If I think the world would be a different place today if Donald Trump would have come out and if at that speech he would have said, look, I believe what I believe, you believe what you believe. What we're asking for is 10 days to just have an open conversation in these legislatures i'll accept whatever they say and i i just want you to all gather here and and if you're praying people i want you to i want you to pray for the republic because this isn't about me this is about the true honest count and if it comes back that i didn't win but there was fraud but not enough to change the election i still say That's important because people have to trust it. But I want you to know I live by the Constitution and I don't want any violent violence. And I'm leaving next next week or two weeks. If if that's what happens, so be it. But I just think it's right and fair to look at this situation, whether I it changes the outcome or not. We have to know. I think but the world have would be. He, he, he
5: could have done that in, in November.
1: I know he could you have. Know? I know he could have. You know,
5: and that's the problem with, with President Trump. You know, I'm writing a column that'll be on BillOReilly.com. On, uh, we'll post it on Sunday. And the column's going to list the things that he did for America that are noble and good. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty good list. It is. Because I also going to address Mitch McConnell and the terrible game that, He's playing um, the Republican majority leader in the Senate for about, what, another four days. McConnell's playing a very dangerous game. I hope we can get to that later. But Donald Trump has never been a disciplined man. Mm-hmm. He's never. He ne- this is the key. And if you read the United States of Trump, I hope you did. Uh, all of you Trump supporters out there. He doesn't calculate consequences to his actions. He never, ever does it. Yes, well, in the speech, he clearly said, peaceful and patriotic. That exculp- that's the exculpatory words that makes this impeachment a hollow, awful okay. joke. Okay.
1: Last night, I was with a group of friends, and uh, yeah, I do have friends. It's crazy. Uh, but I was with a group of friends, and um, everybody asked the same question. Uh, this impeachment thing, why are they doing this? And I said, it's twofold as I see it. One, to make sure that he never runs for office again and, and make sure the history books are very clear on uh, on what they say he is and et cetera, et cetera. The second is, uh, I think, a smoke screen. They're going to be handling this right after, they say, an hour after the new president is sworn in, they're going to be taking it to the Senate. Well, they also have to confirm all of the people in the cabinet. And when you see what's happening in the cabinet, you don't want that to be front page news. And I think this is a smokescreen to get both of them happening at the same time. Your
5: thoughts, Bill? Okay, so we at Bill dot com tried to get a definitive institutional take on whether it is legal for the Senate to hold an impeachment trial when a president is no longer in office. It's divided. There are scholars that say yes, there are scholars that say no. So if Schumer, who will be the the Senate Majority Leader, decides or demands a trial, there'll be immediately a lawsuit to block it. It may be filed by some Republican senators. Then it goes into the courts. So the Supreme Court would have to rule on it, and I don't believe the Supreme Court would say it was legal under the Constitution because there is no wording for that
1: and in the constitution yeah. doesn't doesn't it say to convict and remove Isn't right that the he's language
5: already, he's already removed right he's and you gone can, See, yeah. you can make an argument on both sides okay. um but here's the end game and everybody knows this he's not going to get convicted you're not going to get two-thirds of the senate to um, convict Donald Trump of anything because he didn't do anything and it's obvious he didn't this is all based on speculation that he incited this insurrection
1: well but there's well, there's also couldn't you make an couldn't you make the argument that oh, couldn't you make the argument that uh, the Republicans are motivated to do this to uh, end the Trump Train, you know, and be able to turn a page and and look, here's Marco Rubio, our new leader, or whoever
3: it might be. That's why Mitch McConnell is sure. reported to be right considering this.
5: Yeah. You know, that's the Lynn Cheney
3: yes. Uh, philosophy. Yes.
5: But McConnell, and I don't like him because he killed Kate's Law yep. single handedly. Yep. I don't like him anyway. Right. I mean, join McConnell the club. McConnell knows that if he gets behind impeachment the Republican Party fractures he destroys his own party because half of it will walk away because they love Trump. They'll walk away mm. he knows Well,
1: I, uh, maybe then that's a reason why he should push for impeachment because I wouldn't mind seeing that party fall apart and have to reorganize This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Well, here she is. The woman who almost killed me. (laughs) Nicole Arbor. Hi.
4: Hi. May I call you
1: COVID Mary? May (laughs) I call you that?
4: Uh, I either got it from you or you got it from me during that podcast it was <laughs> oh that day for sure i didn't feel anything until like two days after
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, well, oh my gosh your glenn i didn't know we're hunting wascally wabbits today <laughs>
3: <laughs> what did she say what is, what is this what is she's mocking my I she's right? mocking your clothing. you're mocking my
4: clothing
1: mm-hmm.
4: no, i said i like it we're mm-hmm. hunting wascally wabbits <laughs> <laughs>
1: see this is what happens they deflect they say oh, okay you're fat you're ugly <laughs> your clothing is mm-hmm. ridiculous right when she's really saying well we'll talk about it when she's not listening because she gets embarrassed,
4: <laughs> I get embarrassed. Uh. Stop it. you know you're my celebrity crush stop it oh <laughs>
1: uh, man there it is um so nicole yeah uh, we haven't had a chance because i don't know world's on fire um right. we haven't had a chance to cover what was on the cover of Cosmo magazine uh I think late last week or earlier this week and it is one of my favorite it's one of my favorite covers of all time because it because it just shows how crazy we've all become
4: we're nuts
1: yeah we've gone crazy if you didn't see the cover of Cosmo and I mean I don't know who in this audience that could be explain what's on the cover and then go
4: well, on the cover of Cosmo, and I was told that this isn't Cosmo US. I believe it might be UK, um, where they have people dying of obesity as well because of COVID-related issues. Anyway, um, the women are definitely not in shape, and they're that's putting it. no, come on, not that's healthy.
1: Stop being you know politically correct. This, uh, the this, woman this, on the cover yeah. is like you. you Imagine Dude. me in my underpants. It's that bad. No, no. <laughs> <My> <laughs> now.
3: Help. My retina. I can't throw these back. She's screaming okay. in horror. Look
1: at how she just overreacts <laughs> to things I like oh, that. Yeah. It's so obvious.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So obvious. Well, back to the story, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, these women are definitely not healthy or in shape in any way. And the thing that really upsets me about this is that. They think that women are so stupid that we will buy this as a thing, that there's no plus size male models. They don't try and shove this down the throats of men that you can be huge and it's still healthy and you're beautiful because they don't, they think we're stupid. And because they've built insecurity into us, they as in like the media for years, like women be insecure. you're not good enough. You're not this, you're not that. Not to go off feministy because that's not my thing. But it's because they think we're stupid. So they're equating beauty with health. And those are two separate issues completely. One has to do with science and one is personal preference. And they try and mash the two together to continuously make us feel bad about ourselves in a different way. And it's just stupid. Like, we can't be this stupid.
1: Well, it's, it's just, it's dangerous. It's not that they're plus size, they're big. The, the the one in the leotard with her leg up, she's obese. She's obese. She's obese. And I don't care if you want to put, uh, you know, a person who's obese. I mean, you know, the painter Rubens, uh, <sighs> a lot of fat naked women on couches. Okay. And back then people thought fat was beautiful because everybody was skinny because there was nothing to eat. Yeah. But it's not healthy. And that's the problem is underneath the, the, the picture, the caption is, uh,
4: it's healthy. It's healthy. Oh, it's healthy. It's a lie. This is a lie. And it's so it's so disgusting and crazy to me that we're promoting this now when people are dying at the highest rate. And this is science magazine. This is um, heart.org. This is every major medical publication agrees. People are dying of covid. Because of obesity, that's the why you gave it to me. People dying. You
1: hate yeah. fat people so much. You gave me COVID to kill me.
4: AOC paid me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a sleeper cell from CNN. <laughs> I just to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm really sorry, Glenn. I, I like. Yeah, yeah, I think I, know I might are. have given you COVID. No,
1: I think but, I, yeah. I, I I wrote to you while I was on vacation because I saw you post and and yeah. honestly, you got it like a day or two before I did. Um, yeah. and, uh, so I got it and I wrote to you and joked with you that you were trying to kill me because I'm fat. But quite honestly, <laughs> if I were in shape and I wasn't, you know, the size of a house, I wouldn't have had COVID as bad as I did. I mean, it, it hits you in a way to where you're breathless. And if you're mm. already breathless, cause you're like, I'm even another a hamburger. <laughs> right. it, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Cause you can't make it to the hamburger stand.
4: We Which, can't get there.
1: No, I needed somebody yeah. to enable and just get me in the car and drive me to McDonald's and leave me there.
4: Stop it. You but did not have McDonald's when you had COVID. Oh
1: no, no of course not. Okay. Not McDonald's, Burger King. Um but
4: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh so, uh so uh let me just uh, go go on to a couple of other things. Um sure. the craziness at the Capitol last mm. week. Um Yeesh. Uh, I'm sure you don't stand with the violence. I don't know. I haven't heard your perspective on this. Yeah, I know. Don't, oh, yeah, don't a give Cole me that Arbor's look.
4: "Violence" all the time. Yeah. No, obviously <laughs> not. When it, I said that, no. she kind
1: of shook her head and then looked down. My eyes are up here. Glenn,
4: it's distracting. Keep it here. Okay. Keep it here. Keep going.
1: Okay. Okay. Um so uh uh tell me what tell me what you think about the reaction, what's happening with social media, where are we headed?
4: I think the reaction has been ridiculous. I think it's time for our politicians to act like adults and on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not working. So, when something isn't working, you got to change what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think we've reached such a, a fever pitch that the only thing to do is chill. Because, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests look very similar. Actually, they looked a lot more violent than what happened at the Capitol. But I'm not saying that this is okay either. None of it's okay. But it's because we're all screaming and nobody's listening. I think. And we need adults to be adults now and make solutions.
1: I think the only people I want to talk to and enjoy, I'll enjoy talking to, are the people who are consistent. You know, people who can say, uh, you know, I really don't like Donald Trump, but he did some good things. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I was really against the riots this uh, this summer with Antifa. And it's really wrong. Same kind of category. Of what happened on the Capitol? If, yeah. if you're not consistent, that's a problem. There's a problem there.
4: It's narcissistically rooted. Like I'm just seeing a giant rise of narcissism in in like a pick me type of thing. So it's politicians and people and everyone's screaming for attention right now, not screaming for change or how do we fix this? And that's the issue. So just be consistent. And fall back and breathe for a second. You don't have to respond on Twitter to every freaking thing that happens every second. People are getting blocked left and right. And some are are justified, some aren't. But just chill for a second. Live to fight another day. The big fight isn't here yet. And that, to me, is the one on free speech.
3: Speaking of this, Nicole, uh, of people getting blocked on social media, uh, my wife, who follows you, uh, she, oh,
4: hi, wife. You know, hi, good, wife. Good, good her taste. Good taste.
1: Yeah,
3: uh, Lisa. No, no, you may change that. You <laughs> okay. may change no, that. So, so. Okay. Yeah, her taste is questionable, yeah. but her social media accounts are pretty good. And she has this account uh, at Lisa Page made me do it on Instagram, where she took one of your, I believe it was a tweet after yeah. Janu- uh, after the January sixth situation, yeah. and reposted it on on Instagram um and she read it to me at the time i don't remember the exact verbiage but it was nothing nothing hateful nothing i mean you didn't i mean i, I know you wouldn't embrace do that nazis anyway. but you <laughs> always do that so but
4: you <laughs> was, know it's a thursday yeah. so
3: it's <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing bad at all but just because she reposted your tweet on instagram they mm-hmm. will not let her go live on instagram they've totally turned off the feature i think at least until the inauguration okay okay That's hang on so before you no wait before you respond
1: Go ahead. Thank her.
3: Oh, by the way, thank you for getting her off of Instagram. Good God, it's a (laughs) constant.
4: Oh, that's funny. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I think right now that some of it is on purpose and just working in tech myself and being part of development teams. I know a lot of it is algorithm right Mm -hmm. now. So there's giant nets just swooping the Internet and catching anything that might be something. And Mm -hmm. they're not perfect. And this is where, you know, people might expect me to rage and be like, yeah, they're only censoring one type of person. I know how these programs work. I think they are doing, you know, some kind of shady stuff. But I think they're doing their best right now to just try and keep things chill until after the inauguration. So here's yeah. the problem.
1: And I talked to a tech expert in uh, London uh, about a month or so ago. And he said right. okay. Google is, uh, Google is uh, incorporating now in their algorithms. And so is Facebook. On their hate speech algorithms uh Mm -hmm. critical theory and critical race Mm -hmm. theory and so if you disagree with critical theory or critical race theory which i algorithm uh I, i really don't i love that um if you do it not only marks you and suppresses you it goes down to all of the people that have responded And our subscribers or, you know, follow your page or whatever. And it goes through them and it puts them into a category that was described to me as uh, infected. So I'm the host of the virus because I said something. If you saw it, you were exposed to it. And so you are also going to be isolated. It's a
4: frightening.
1: It's crazy. It's really frightening.
4: That's crazy. So I think those are actual questions we need to speak to Google about or Instagram about. And my experience is a bit different from other people. I've sat with Facebook and their lawyers and you know their team that flags things. And I said, hey, what about my last four posts did you flag? I need you to be specific with me so I can make changes. And then I can tell my audience about those changes. And they're actually pretty good about it. But I think that yeah, we I can't need take it anymore. Stop, stop it. Stop it. Sorry. Say the I, I word. Can... No,
1: stop it. Say oh, the word. Work. It's about not a boot. It's about <laughs>
2: say it.
4: I don't want any lessons from someone that looks like they're going to hunt Bugs Bunny. <laughs> okay.
2: About. Oh my about. gosh. About. Her, her
3: sexual desire for
1: me is <laughs> sickening. Just I, sickening.
4: I just want you to be holding a Budweiser right now. That's That's oh, really? Insane. Now,
1: now she's putting a bud into the hand of an alcoholic.
4: No, but like you can
1: get old. me drunk, but I still won't go home with you.
4: Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're just embarrassing, me, Glenn. Um, it's fine. If you all right. Check me once. I'll take it. Uh, yeah.
1: Two, two more things. Elon okay. Musk. He. Love him. I do too. I do too. Uh, he and, and we'd get the Green New Deal if he were allowed to be president. Uh, but I think I'd vote for him because at least he's looking at the future and he has the balls to say what he tweeted this week. Legalize comedy.
4: Yes. Yes. See, this is where to me the censorship line has to like it has to move. Yeah, I'm not a news reporter. I don't report the news, so I shouldn't be flagged the same way that CNN or Fox is flagged when I'm being sarcastic. There has to be something in the algorithms that picks up sarcasm and poetic devices and literary devices, or I can't do my effing job. Siri
1: Siri can't call my wife. No, call my wife. No, no, Siri, call my wife. (laughs) Siri can't do that. You think Siri's ever gonna find sarcasm?
4: No, then there should be a button for comedians. Yeah, like you don't you don't flag us. Just don't do it. But everybody
1: everybody else is uh, is is OK. I do, too. I think Elon Musk, because he knows things are changing. He's part of it. He's doing things himself. Like, I don't mind his green activism because he says we're all going to die because of either tech or, you know, greenhouse gases. So I'm building rocket ships to get off this planet.
4: I love that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty great.
1: Um, uh, Nicole, are you fully recovered?
4: Yeah, I'm 100%. Yeah,
1: because I was in shape.
4: (laughs) Yeah, because I was in shape, but also I ate super healthy during it. And I have, this is going to sound funny, but I have portable oxygen. I don't know if you guys have heard, heard of boost oxygen, not a sponsor or anything. But I was huffing O2 because I know that's what your lungs need when you get COVID.
1: Hmm. it works huffing O2. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah it's a kids, canister
1: i don't know what you crazy kids are into these days but that's all the oxygen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nicole always good to talk to you thank you so much
4: you too. i'm right. glad you're better glenn thank Sorry, you, I you. <laughs> that's okay
1: that's okay lost four pounds and i know that was your goal you're uh,
4: welcome good luck with the rabbit
1: yeah thank you so much god bless nicole arbor you can follow her at Nicole Arbor. Uh, she is really, really funny. She is she's somebody, honestly, that my daughter is. I call her Lucy. You know, she's Lucy Ball, and she's so funny and she's so smart and everything else. And uh, all she needs is a really bad experience in her life to really center her, and she'll be Nicole Arbor. And I would be thrilled uh, if that were true. <laughs>